All right, it's GOK number 15. I'm James, and uh, GOK is the Gospel of Kennison. My audio journal is August 23rd, 2010. Haven't done one of these since June, so June 1st. So we'll count June, July, August. Not too bad. Not too bad. The one before that was in April. At one point, I planned on this being a weekly thing rather than a whenever I get around to it thing, but um, this one should be pretty good. Can I be honest with you? Can I tell you something about podcasting, about my podcasting? Um, you know, we, we just quit. Nobody's listening. Um, haven't been doing Geek Loves Nerd. Haven't been doing Gospel of Kennison. Hadn't until today been doing Children's Ministry Monthly. Um, chop, we, you know, we've been keeping up with that podcast kid. Hadn't been doing that for a while. Uh, you know, uh, nobody's listening's done. Finish that. To be honest with you, um, podcasting had gotten too important to me. Um, podcasting was a hobby I started when I quit playing World of Warcraft and it turned out to be a much better one. But fast forward to um, to now, and I realized that it was fulfilling a need or had become a, a source of approval or easy approval. Everything about it was good, meaning um, everybody that listened pretty much loved it. Everybody, every almost every piece of email we got was positive. Every voicemail was a great story. Um, sponsorships coming in, you know, sponsors coming in, meeting people, this great online community, uh, notoriety, you know, people liking you and all this kind of stuff. Pretty cool. Um, it had gotten too important to me, though. Because it was fulfilling a need that used to be fulfilled in uh, primarily in my ministry. See, I, I'm a, I'm a, a husband and a father and a pastor, and somewhere down at the bottom, I'm a podcaster. Somewhere under that, I'm a gamer. Or somewhere under that, I, uh, I don't know. I like. Uh, Disney pop music. But uh, what had happened is because, you know, I, I don't know. I used to live in Kansas City. Now I live in Florida. I left a job to come here. I don't need to go into all the gory details, but I will just say that I'm a person that that uh, needs to know that I'm doing a good job. I'm a person. I don't need uh, trophies. I don't need my name in a newspaper. I don't need anything like that, but I do like to know how I'm doing at my job. I need, a, I need, a, I don't know. Have you ever been going down the road, uh, wrong way, maybe on the uh, freeway, not in the wrong lane, but you, you wonder, am I supposed to be on 95 North? Uh, maybe I'm on 95 South. Maybe I got on the wrong way, but then you see a mile marker and you're, oh no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm on the right path. That's what I like verbally. I just like my bosses, my mentors, my peoples to tell me that. 
once in a while that you're doing okay. You're doing good. You know, um, and, and, and hand in hand with that, I like to be told how, where I could improve and, you know, get be given direction and all that kind of stuff. And I'll just say it this way, that where I was, I was not receiving that. Matter of fact, um, was receiving basically nothing, good or bad. It was just a kind of an indifference. And so I guess my passions shifted, and I became a podcaster before I became, you know, a podcaster first, I guess, would have been my priority between that and my ministry and what I do for a living. Can't see it got above my family because I do it, you know, in the evenings and stuff. But uh, I know when I got here to Florida, um, I could show you a part in my journal, um, which I started when I got here. Um, at least five days a week, I sit down and, and write out a page. And uh, I finally, I don't know, a couple back I could show you where I said, I love podcasting. I wish I could do it full time. I would if I could. And that's a problem. It's a problem for me. Um, people like Dave, I'm sorry, Scott Johnson, it's not a problem for them. People like the Podcast Answer Man guy, not a problem. I love that they get to do what they do. Um, but I can't do anything I want because I have a call. I have a call. I'm a pastor. My whole life, uh, I've known that that's what I was supposed to do. And, but the problem was I had grown to, I'd grown weary of it. And, uh, that's, that's a tough thing. It's a tough thing, especially when you know it's what you're supposed to do. Well, some people would say, well, just go and do what you want to do. Well, you know, chase your dreams. And, and there's validity to that, but not when you know what you're supposed to do. Not when you know. And this isn't a guess for me. Uh, the non-Christian you know, Christian person out there, uh, agnostic, whatever, listening to this may not understand that, but God has led me enough and helped me make decisions enough and has put me through enough chrisle to where I know, and, and plus the call, there is a real call that he lets you know um, that you know you're supposed to do this. This is your this is your life's work. Um, so there is none of that. There's not what I want to do. I don't know. The best example I could give is uh, the famous scene from. Um, well, I don't know that it was in the Passion of the Christ or not, but um, there's a big pivotal moment right before. Uh, the passion begins. Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's praying. He's praying so hard, you know, that they say he's sweating drops of blood. And we, you know, is that I? I don't know. I choose to um, to think of that as as a sign of uh, great stress. Great stress. Here is uh, the Son of God, used to living in heaven, used to having no problems. He's in a human body. He's done nothing but good stuff. 
People are wanting to kill him for it. He's known it's coming for a long time, but here it is. Um, and God, in the form of a man, is experiencing for the first time um, the possibility of being separated from the Trinity, um, experiencing death, pain, ultimate re- rejection. Uh, plus, I mean, you know, later on in Scripture, he's worried about his mom, blah, blah, blah. He's worried about his people. But he's praying, and he, and he I'm paraphrasing the crap out of this, but he says, you know, if there's any other way to do this, if there's anything else we can do, let's do that. Uh, I'd, I'd, if there's any other way to do this, I would rather do it that way. He, he literally said, you know, if it can be, if it be, uh, you're, if this possible, let this cup pass me by. You don't want to die, okay? That's the thing nobody preaches. At that point in time, Jesus was wanting to do something other than what his father wanted him to do, and I think that was where the stress was coming from. That's where the drops of blood pouring off his head are coming from. Here is is literally if you. The Trinity innately says that three in one. So it's, you know, a, a, a literal, the son, the person that is Jesus, so connected with his father and yet wanting to second guess things. Wow. Should prove to you that doubt and um, questions aren't sinful because Jesus never sinned. So there you go. Having a little bit of doubt, it's okay. Uh, because if the truth can't stand up underneath it, it wasn't the truth anyway. But anyway, side side point. Um, but what he does say after that, and this is the point, that's why I built all that up as negative as I did. Um, he says, nevertheless, not my will, not what I want, but what you want. And he went and did what God wanted. God wanted man to be saved. He wanted the whole world back and get what he wanted, unfortunately, but he paved the way for it. And Jesus didn't do what he wanted to do necessarily because he said it. He says, not what I want. Because what I want is, let's do this, but let's do it some other way, okay? Please. And I'm and I'm speaking blasphemy here, by the way, to most of my... Uh, Christian contemporaries, but it's very, very, very practical. It's right in there. I ain't changing nothing. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So what was Jesus' will, people? It was different than his father's. That blew, that just that just blew my mind when I thought of it. But the point I want to take away from this is that um, in my journal, when I wrote that about podcasting being what I wanted to do with myself or I wish I could or whatever it was. I realized that that was freaky because I had, I knew what God's will for my life was and it wasn't, we didn't move all the way to Florida and, and have all the little minor miracles that happened between selling the house and and getting here and the acceptance and the people and the healing and all the stuff that's been going on in, in my family and the connections and the, you know, just, it's just been things that we Christians would call, uh, what do you call? <laughs> I'm not up on my own people's lingo. Confirmations, just you know, letting you know, hey, 
That's the, you're moving the right way. There's been too much of that for me to believe that I'm I'm supposed to be here to do that. So anyway, point being, I could flip the page in that journal, and I could show you where I prayed the day because I usually kind of write whatever I'm I'm praying about out after I've kind of prayed it, just so I can keep track of such things. And I and I wrote, you know, my life's out of balance. Life's out of balance. Please help me to feel stronger about my ministry than I do my podcasting. And and I was afraid to pray it. I'm afraid to write it down. Because a lot of times that means when things get out of balance, you know, a lot of folks would call that an idol. You know, anything you put in front of God is an idol. Uh, but it wasn't in front of God. It was in front of what I was supposed to be doing. Now, let me say this, okay, in my own defense, just so I can hear myself say it. I was doing my job, and I loved my job. And nobody that I know of could have seen any difference at all. Was I meeting my potential? Probably not. But the the difference was I wasn't being as driven in those areas as I once had been. Okay? Because of the way, I guess you call it my love language, it's one of them's verbal praise. And because I didn't get that, because I didn't get that attention and affection, but here in podcast land, oh, wow, everybody thinks you're great. I was drawn that way, and my passions moved that way. And I think for a time, honestly, just to get me through some of the crud I had to go through the last few years, God was really right on time with giving me podcasting. But much like a child who has certain things that they eventually grow out of and would be considered childish if they kept them um, after they outgrew them, that's that's where I was. Now I'm, I'm in a new place. I've got leadership that keeps me accountable, constantly asking me how things are going. Um, you know, respects me, appreciates my experience, um, you know, talks to me like a peer sometimes, which is really, really, really cool because he used to be a children's pastor and we can just talk shop. So awesome to have a boss that knows what it's like. Um, now that I've got that to, to allow my life to stay out of balance. So again, we're not, we're not talking about choosing between one good thing and one bad thing. That's easy. Go with the good thing. But two things that are good, but one better. I didn't want God to take away my podcasting, but I had to be willing to let it go. And um, so in writing that, I I was absolutely 100% sure that I was going to have spent all this money and time and effort and da-da-da-da, and lose it all, I, that, that he was going to ask me or lead me or whatever you want to call it to to step away from, from doing podcasting. And um, long story short, that, that hasn't happened. I haven't felt or heard or whatever. Um, it's not real clear to me how God talks to me after all these years. It just starts making sense. But I will tell you this. Um, I stopped caring as much. I think God just kind of flipped a switch in me. And so uh, the way pendulums work, if you're out of balance on one side, what do they do? They swing all the way over to the other side. 
And um, so now it's been hard for me to care about podcasting as much as I did. It's not that I'm burnt out. I just have been busy. And, um, you know, this Sunday, I really, really, really felt like I saw the benefit of a life um, that is getting back into balance. This Sunday service was awesome, not perfect, not the greatest I can do. Um, but we had a lot of uh, good things happen, and parents and kids and even some of the workers. I've just had good response, and I just felt, felt it, felt the rightness of it all. And um, then I came home and did a children's ministry monthly at cmonthly.com, episode number uh, 23. Talked about timing, transitions, and, uh, and flow in a, in a kid's service. Go check it out if you want to, cmmonthly.com. Um, and then I'm recording this. All of a sudden, I don't know, it just felt okay to sit down and record something. And that's awesome. It's, it's good to know um, that things are back where they're supposed to be. I, I don't need a blinding white hot passion for podcasting. It's a hobby, I'm not a podcaster. I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a pastor, I'm a podcaster, I'm a lawnmower, things like that. But um, it's just nice to start seeing my passion shifting again. Um, I don't know if there's a GOK moment for today, I would say let, um, don't go with your feelings all the time and don't go with your heart all the time. Um, go with what you know. I don't know. There's a, there's a real scripture verse that I am always tempted to use and that is, um, See if I can paraphrase it and make it sound normal instead of the King James speak. But um, it says, look for the kingdom of God. Follow it. Um, and try to do right. Look for, look for righteousness in everything you do. In everything you do. Be somebody that folks look at and realize what you do, you do for God. And if you do that, he'll make your next step obvious. He'll make the road you travel on down in your life straight and clear. Um, the real verse says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. And uh, I am far from perfect. I'm sarcastic. I'm I'm probably just this side of, of you know, uh, what most people would think as a passable Christian. Um, but I'm going to tell you what, within my guts, in my very guts, I have a huge desire to do what God wants me to do. And that has led our lives uh, for years now. And it wasn't always that way. 
wasn't always that way at all. But I tell you, since we've jumped on and and decided to follow God's path, we have moved a lot. We have we have gone all over the you know from the Midwest to the South and back. Blah blah blah. It's been a crazy ride. It has been a dramatic ride. We've had ups and downs and trials. But dear God, oh dear God, I have a totally different person. My wife is a totally different person. Our lives are totally different. And for the better. And though I wouldn't wish half of what I've been through on anybody, the losses, the gains, the whatever, I will tell you this. You're going to go through crap in your life. You're going to. Junk's coming. It is. Count on it. Does it say, you know, rain falls on the just and the unjust? It, good and bad, otherwise it happens. So why not have a purpose in it? And I'm going to tell you, Christian, non-Christian, whatever, purpose only comes from drama when you're obeying God. Because when you obey God, there's drama. When you obey God, when you when you do that, there's sacrifice and stretching and, and growth and pain and all these different things. But you know that you know that you know that you know, no matter how bad, like podcasting, if I had to give that up, I, I, I know it would hurt. I know it would suck, but it would be because I'd allowed it to get out of line and it would be the kind of hurt, like, you know, when you hold your kids down to give them a shot, it, it hurts, but it's for their own good kind of thing or the pain you feel when you work out hurts like the dickens you're sore the next day but man man it was good for you but uh the only way you can know it's got purpose is if uh if you do if you're in the middle of something he's he's wanting you in the middle of so uh i don't know there's your peak, your all-too-personal peak inside of my life. And I hope it's spoken to you in some way. I mean, I don't know that that was the purpose, but um, I spoke the truth, and the truth does set people free. And um, so stay tuned to uh, nlcast.com. We've got a few shows in the works. Got some new stuff coming up. I don't know. I don't know which ones I'm going to keep and which ones I'm not. I mean, nobody's listening's done. And that was awesome. You know, I, I was I was ready to be done with that anyway. So that really had very little to do, or all this had very little to do with that. Um, uh, Geek Loves Nerd, I don't know. I'm kind of wishing-washing on that one. We, we've said we were done, but I, I'm not crazy about the direction that I feel that explicit answers would go. Um, I don't know. We've already gotten... A lot of emails, uh, questions, a couple from people that are jackwads that hate Christians. Um, and so they're picking away at, uh, they, they're, they're putting things up there that they want me to answer just to trap me in something they already know. I'm, they think they know I'm going to say, but uh, I don't know. I can either, I've already got my answer and I think it'd shock them, but I run the risk of ticking off all the Christians too. Cause I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. At this point, I'm just going to say goodbye, and uh, maybe more on that later. But thank you for listening, and uh, go over to NLCast.com, check out all the shows out there, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. G-O-K!